Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Letting It Flow. You already know me. It's your boy, Mike, co-hosting with... Edward, you already know who I am. So today we got a very special treat for you guys. We've been talking off-air about, you know, the rap game and how rap has really been influential in our lives, growing up with it especially. And today we actually have an exclusive first-time interview of an up-and-coming rapper. And we want to get his side of his influence, what it takes to become a rapper, you know, especially when you're going mainstream and doing live events. Uh, do you want to hype him up a little bit before we get him on air? Um, yeah, man, his name is Lex. Um, he's a super cool guy, man, super down to earth, super chill. Um, I actually met him at a dispensary back in Oregon, uh, the city of McMinnville. He's, like I said, man, he's a super cool guy, man, um, and I'm super excited to be able to have him for this exclusive interview, man, first time ever. Um, this is his first interview, first podcast, so I'm super hyped for that. Um, and without further ado, man, I'm super antsy to get into this, man, so we're going to go ahead and give the boy a ring. All right, let's hit him up. Hello, hello. Yo, yo, Lex, it's your boy Edward over here, bro. What's poppin' on me? Hey, man, I just want to let you know, bro, give you a quick heads up. We are live, man. Um, man, yeah. I introduced you, bro, but for you, bro, I'm gonna go ahead and do it again, man. On our pod, oh, yeah. on our pod today, bro, we got the boy Lex, Forever Heartbroken, fucking super hot, fucking upcoming artist, man. He's on Spotify, he's on Apple Music, man. Well, I highly suggest you guys check him out, man. He's a great artist, um, and he's actually performing um, in an upcoming festival hosted in the city of McMinnville. And I'm super hyped for you, bro. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate it. And thank you for the introduction and those vibes. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, man, I gotta say, you know, we mentioned it off camera and everything, but I saw that promotion you did for the upcoming festival, and I gotta say, it was so well put together. I mean, when you hear an up-and-coming artist, you don't typically think that the quality would be as good as we saw. I mean... Thank you. It, it, like, I, I was actually really excited to get you on, because if I'm not mistaken, this is your first interview, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. This is my first interview for anything like uh, like music related, pretty much. So like like I'm grateful for you guys even thinking about putting me on because like I just enjoy it. I enjoy this music shit. I enjoy uh, working with other people that are just so passionate about what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you guys so much. Anytime, brother. Anytime. Well, we do have a couple really hot topics that we think the audience would love to hear. Edward, would you like to kick it off? Yeah, man. So hey, Lex, bro. I want to start off, bro, with, you know, kind of what inspired you to become an artist and musician, man. Oh, that, um, that's an artist. That's a, that's a pretty easy question, to be honest. Uh, my older brother, uh, his name is Evan, uh, but for his rap purposes, his rap name is Good Cause, Cause143. Um, he just gave me so much inspiration growing up, seeing him and his homeboys just at the crib smoking and rapping in the backyard and shit and as a little kid looking up to that you know nothing i could want more than to be you know able to rap with them so i just practiced day and night as a kid you know wrote wrote down music and it really helped me uh get a lot of stuff off my chest and it just became my uh my therapy at that point you know what i mean yeah hell yeah bro hey dude i you know i can't stress this enough bro we, um, I told you that one song that we listened to, bro. Um, I think, oh, bro, uh, excuse my ignorance, bro. Can you, uh, it was, do you mind, do you mind reminding me of the name of the song, bro? I know it ended with O. Oh, ended with O, fuck, what was it? Oh, uh, uh, flipping, flipping them O, uh, flipping, uh, been flipping them O's, yeah, I think it was that one. Bro, I gotta give you the highest props, bro. That song is fucking amazing dude and you had some features on there too thank you thank you and i appreciate you mentioning those features actually the, the person that's on that feature with me the whole project is supposed to be a me uh lex and a bobby which is one of my closest homies in this rap shit he's actually doing two years in the feds right now over in sheridan so free my nigga bobby first and foremost uh, and shout out uh, big shout out to the homie bobby and shout out to the other homies on the on the album bro very talented Kelly? Hell yeah, Dante too, fucking everybody killed that shit. And uh shout out Dom De Niro too. That's uh he uh he owns the After Dark Company, uh uh and he does all that apparel and stuff, so go check him out too for sure, cause 
he makes amazing merch and uh yeah man i'm i'm i was really proud of that and I'm, i appreciate you liking that because that project was something just to drop off just for the people and i'm glad the people liked it bro so thank you so much yeah bro i'm gonna make sure that i get i get you know my friends on it bro and i'm gonna make sure that you know all all, all our listeners hop on that bro because like i said you know i i got it off spotify but you know you yeah. can be found on apple music and it's you know one more time it's lex l-e-x forever heartbroken yeah. but you'll find it on spotify it's just l.e.x Bro, yes, bro, that song, like I said, bro, slaps, dog. So I kind of want to build off the question that you asked about your influence. How about how old were you? Would you say when you started to envision a career for yourself? Oh, this music shit. I would have to be like, I'd have to say like ten, ten or eight, bro. It was, uh, it was when I was like, there's no other thing that I'd ever want to do with my life. It was like rapping was just. I, it, it was there for me it was therapeutic and i just ended up being good at it so you know what i mean so it it was fun bro growing up with all these og ass homies just rapping and you know what i'm saying some of them not here no more don't uh you know rest in peace to the big homies but it's it's always good to keep rapping and keeping their spirit alive you know what i mean that's really cool man because a lot of guys nowadays you know when you ask them about their influence it's just money driven you know a lot of guys that i've heard of that not necessarily up and coming but are already here it's, it's all money driven or it was just like oh well, i picked it up as a hobby i really yeah. respect the fact that y you were more towards the path of because i'm sure you guys have heard the quote where it's like if you enjoy what you do you never work a day in your life right it's very yeah 100 percent. so i think that's really cool um you know another question we had here let's pull this up i just written down. i was I was also thinking, like, that, uh, to go off of what you said off that, uh, they say, like, uh, you, you do what you love and that's, like, not work a day in your life. Absolutely. For me, I, I think it's, it is true, but even when you're doing what you love, sometimes there's going to be points where you're like, damn, I don't even, I don't, I don't want to, but, like, you have to do things. Like, even when it's something you do love, you still got to force yourself to make those decisions and go work for what you want. You know what I mean? Like nothing ever gets given to you in this shit. And you're right. Most people, most people around here just want that money 100%. when it comes to this music. So like, I'm like, fuck all that, bro. It's, it's always been about the culture. It's always been about dropping something that will last long, way longer than I'm here. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a really good point. And actually raises a different question. Um, you know, building off that, cause you know, despite, somebody liking what they do and it's you know the best career path they could possibly choose what are some struggles that you faced you know with you starting to become an artist and building your brand what are some hurdles you faced i think the hurdles i'm facing most recently and the biggest in my career so far has been um uh just uh being organized, staying organized. When this business is going to be a lot of people hitting you up for this, for that, to work here, to work there, and you just you got to keep yourself composed and organized, and make sure you get something done one day at a time. You know what I mean? Um, this it can be very overwhelming, but uh, at the point I'm at now, I've grown to just be like it's this music first, and everything else that comes along with the music is just comes along with it. You know what I mean? It's not. It's just an accessory at that point, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, 100%. Um, man, uh, another little, you know, question I'm going to throw your way, bro, is, you know, you you know what it takes, you know, to be able to, to have to abide by a certain schedule, you know, and kind of building off what you said, you know, sometimes you do have to, you have to continue to, even though if you have a dream and a goal in mind, you do have cool. to still, you know, have means of making money, you know, trust, trust, bro, like, that's, you know, you got to have a way to be able to sustain yourself and be able to sustain, you know, your dream, you know what I'm saying? Like, dreams can only take you so far as far as motivation goes. You still need to be able to make funding. You still got to be able to, you know, pay for equipment and everything, bro. So I 100% understand that, bro. With that being said, I kind of wanted to ask you, bro, what you think, like, it takes to be successful in you're in in that specific field not just as a rapper bro because i've you know i don't consider you just a rapper bro i consider you a musician so, Thank you. Thank I wanna, you so much. yeah man so i wanted to kind of see what you what you feel it takes to become a successful musician you know it's a great question 
Oh yeah, hell yeah. Give me one second. I'm gonna puff this little pen real quick. Hold on. Yeah, you good, bro. That's how we like it, man. Letting it flow. Yeah, bro. You gotta take 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 a rip for the homeboys. You already know. You already know. A little bit, little rip there. Uh, but um, for that question, I would say like, um, it's, it takes a lot of sacrifice. Um, I talked to my brother about it, and uh, one of the bigger reasons why uh, like his music career didn't go as far as mine's going so far is because uh, the sacrifices that I made and he didn't. You know what I mean? It's like. You either, it's like you either have a family or you do this music shit. It's yeah. no one or the other. You feel me? It's, uh, it's tough. It's tough to make that decision, especially with somebody, you know, everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to have a family. Everybody wants to care. But when you have such a big dream and a goal ahead of you that, that really other things just be distractions, whether it's, you know, women, work, fucking, fuck drugs, everything get in the way of what you want to do if you let it. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, you just had to stay focused. That's my biggest thing was just keep being consistent and dropping music and doing my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so but it's like a like a sense of tunnel vision. Yeah, you kind of have to at, at this point because there's so many distractions, bro. Just it, not even just in my career. I'm talking about in life. Just you can be doing something and it could be big distractions, bro. Whether you're working out and you see a cheat meal, and you're like, damn, I want to eat that. But you know you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Hey, bro, on, on my part, man, I got to say that's extremely admirable. You know, like, a lot of people aren't able to make those tough decisions as far as, like, oh, man, I don't really know, like, if I want to give this up for this, you know? And a lot of people are faced with a lot of decisions and they feel like they're making, you know, what they feel is right. And it kind of gets in the way of, you know, their dreams or their goals. So I feel like what you got going on, bro, it's extremely admirable in the sense that you know what you want. You know what it takes to get it. And that's what you're doing. So I got to say, bro, I got to give you mad props for that, bro. Not many people can do that, you know? I got to agree with you, man, because there's a lot of potential out there. There's a lot of people who will put one or two good things out there, but then they drop off because life just eats them up. Yeah. You know? It does. It fuck, dude. That's a great way of putting it. Hundred percent. Our life just eats you up, bro. It just it, it gets overwhelming, and to the point where like you really have to realize before all this shit started getting popping and people started fucking with you and like what were you doing before? And it was you were just in the you were just in like your car in the closet or in the trap shack making music that nobody gave a fuck about. And that's what matters is still being real to yourself and stuff like that. 100% bro hey man I uh, real quick I also wanted to go ahead and talk about um I know you got your latest single um I wanted to go ahead and talk a little bit about that too bro hell yeah hell yeah what was my latest single I forgot what that was I think it was uh know what I want or something fuck look it up we're doing a better research on our end too yeah uh, the latest track I dropped was uh, Think I'm Done. Think I'm Done. Yeah, that one was, was chill as fuck. I really like the one I dropped. I really like the one I dropped right before uh, that one. It was called The Streets Keep Calling. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that song with uh, uh, Ray Schwimmerd where they did the, the Marlene's Gone Cold. I'm wondering why. Oh, yeah, bro. That song slapped, bro. Yeah, I, I heard that song and it's not a bad song like I thought they did a cool remix and shit but I got like inspired by it because I was like that song just doesn't seem sad you know and the, the remix that they did it off stand that's just a super sad depressing song so I went back into it uh, with the, the streets keep calling and I uh, pretty much found a remix and just kind of did like a stand remix and did my own little play on it so I, I really enjoyed that one most my most recent personally yeah man what, what did it take as far as like production wise and everything goes how did that how did how did that kind of go yeah like how time how time consuming was it and i mean obviously it's no question how much effort you guys are putting into this but you know what what did it take from you personally to put this this single out um i actually gotta give a lot of credit to my main man my engineer his name's jose morales uh one bad bean that's what we call him uh he's my boy bro he's he's my engineer He's the one that puts everything together vocally and uh, like production-wise, and I really gotta give a real big shout out to him because he's been with me since shit. I was like six. Like I mean, he's been with me since I was a jib, but he started with the music with me since like sixteen, seventeen, and he's been with me ever since. And 
we've been just going at it, bro. I, I wouldn't be where I'm at without him, so I gotta show that show that much love to him for sure because it, it takes a team, bro. This this music shit, this anything in life that you have a dream for, it, it takes a team. It's it's you having the vision and bringing it forward, but you need people that can help you put those pieces in the into the right spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. hundred percent, bro. Um. I think the first song that you dropped, if I'm not mistaken, is Damian Lillard, right? Uh, on uh, Spotify and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that was when I first started coming in on, on the main platforms, yeah. That one was fun, bro. Would you mind if we played a little sample of something that you have out there, just to give the audience a little taste of what you got? Okay, bro, go right ahead. This time I don't even really wanna tell you what it is This life living again I ain't even really got a trip about the life that I live This me living at the grid I'ma have to tell you about the money and the past and the fast And a little bit of ass that I got I ain't even tripping about the shit that you talk About the crap that I lack Hit them up like Tupac What you really know about me About the real vibe That's me, that's sex IV She don't really do these things But she like my team It's the way that few stop me I'ma keep my head up in the game That's right, no change It's me, that's just a test Pressing me she just depressed Trying to get this off my chest My life is ill Some good thank lyrics you. Yo, bro, that shit I bro Slaps, dog Thank you, thank you so much I don't know if you've ever uh, in my, Over here in Mac, though uh, At the Cabana, bro They they have that in their playlist they, they run that through every once in a while So it's really cool When I go in there sometimes And I'm just chilling With the homies And just hear one of the tracks Popping off in the, in the club It's like, damn the vibe, bro. Dude, like, like, how does it feel to, you know, slowly but surely start progressing over time? It feels amazing. It, um, it, it feels, uh, I guess, I don't mean to be cocky, but it feels like earned, you know, like I worked real hard and I, I'm finally getting what I'm feeling like I'm due, but, uh, I, that's when I've been coming to the big problem right now where, like, getting too comfortable can really be a problem you know being happy with what i already have can really get in the way of what i could be getting you know what i'm saying a hundred percent and you know i i haven't myself been you know like i play music and stuff i like i jam on the guitar and, but i would never like i've never been in a scenario where you're in where it's you're progressing and you're becoming you know very popular i mean you have a festival coming up that's just absolutely insane i can never imagine myself there it must it must be very difficult to keep in mind that I forgot who said it, but it's like almost like too much is never enough. You know, you just have to keep pushing forward. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I like a good uh, saying that like Nipsey said. He said like if you're not uncomfortable, then you're not like progressing. And like this type of new stuff that keeps going on, headlining shows, doing festivals, it's definitely a little sense of uncomfortability with it. But like. That's that's what I'm working for. That's that's life. I feel like you know you got to be a little uncomfortable in this life, or you're never gonna go nowhere. So, and I think that I mean? translates to everything. You know, I mean, no matter what career you're in, if if you're too comfortable, you're not doing it right. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that's with everything. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, bro. Um, real quick, dude. I you know we brought up the festival a couple times. I actually really want to touch on that, bro, because you know. I met, oh, yeah. you, I met you while I was living in McMinnville, and I gotta say, man, it's a, it's, it's a very small town. I know it's kind of expanding a lot now, but yeah. how did you know? How did that come about for you? Well, um, we did a show at that spot. We're doing it this time. I'll, I'll let everybody know. Um, for anybody going to be in the in the area uh, next month, November 11th, doing a show at the Green Station on Old Sheridan Road, um, over in McMinnville, Oregon. Uh, we're pretty much just doing like a six to ten, like just the whole festival. Going to be food carts, vendors, fucking uh, a merch, a, a whole bunch of shit, a whole bunch of different shows. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you guys can't make it, if anybody can't make it out to that do thing, I do appreciate it. You already know. Yeah, tickets, uh, but, tickets starting at ten dollars, guys. Man, that's a fucking really? steal to go see my boy Lex, man. Yeah, it's just ten bucks for tickets. That's it. That's not bad at all. No, bro, that's great, bro. Yeah. Honestly, bro, that's at super the, at the door, at the door, fifteen. Oh, okay, so popping up, 15. But still, bro, that's extremely generous considering the talent that's going to be brought, bro. It's, uh, I mean, like we said before, like, it really ain't, it never was about that money, bro. You already know, like, it really is about just bringing people together, trying to show some good music, and, like, just doing what we love, bro, because from a small town like mine, McVinville, I like to call it the Ville, it's fucking, it's 
fucking, it's it's nothing. It's, there's nothing over here. There's nobody gives a fuck about us. And just to, even just to let, put more, more light on it, nobody really gives a fuck about Oregon and like a music scene. You know what I mean? So, oh, 100%. Uh, That's about to I try my, try my hardest to really just represent the Northwest and give them uh, a voice, you know? Because every other coast has a voice, you know what I mean? That's why I like to call us the Lost Coast. You know, nobody, nobody knows about us, but they're going to figure it out soon, I promise you that. Oh, yeah, bro. The way you're progressing and the music that you're dropping, bro, and the quality and, like, everything that you got going on, bro, I, dude, I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to put, you know, you're going to put our, our state on the map, bro. Thank you, bro. I really do appreciate it, bro. Yeah, and it's definitely not going to just be me, you know. I, if you're going to be the face of Oregon, Oregon's got to fuck with you, so I'm glad the people that I grew up with, the people from Northwest, like, just feel me. They understand me, you know, so I really do appreciate that. Thank you, anybody from Oregon and anybody from out of state or out of the country listening to my shit. Thank, thank you for just understanding me more and taking the time. So really do appreciate it, y'all. Yeah, bro, we're definitely going to have some fucking, we're definitely going to have, you know, because right now we're based out of Chicago. <clears throat> I'm definitely going to make sure that, you know, all my all my people in the Chicagoland area, you know, surrounding suburbs, dude, <clears throat> I'm going to make sure that they check you out, bro, because... You know, everybody's always looking for new music, bro. And, you know, I'm an Oregon native. So it's like being able to kind of promote, you know, a friend and someone who's so admirable and so chill and down to earth who has great content. Bro, you already know. I'm going to put, you know, I'm going to put a lot of effort in being able to push your music, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you. And, I mean, I would love to one day do a fucking show in Chicago. I mean, fuck, I had friends. Uh, I had a friend that went to D1 college out there for soccer, so... You know, he's got some homies out there, too, that I can link in with. But uh, I really appreciate Chicago, man. I appreciate y'all showing love. Appreciate fucking everybody showing love. Y'all, like, didn't have to do this. Y'all took your time out of your day to, you know, just talk to me about something I love. So, you know, that means the world to me, man. Appreciate y'all. Well, the Windy City definitely hears you, man. And I know you're kind of crunched for time, but there is something I actually really wanted to touch with you about. It's because um, when we're listening to that sample... You know, I've heard a couple of, the, of your other songs as well, but I, I noticed that you definitely have a lot of influence, at least the way it sounds in your music. It sounds like you have a lot of influence from old school rap. So would you agree with that? Or Because, you know, we were talking off camera about our influences and what we grew up with. You know, my earliest memories go back to like Lil Troy and Tupac, you know, NWA is a given. What would you say... You know, who, who, like, which groups or individual rappers would you say influenced your style of rap? Uh, for me, for sure, like, I had to say just first and foremost, my, my brother and my brother's producer that I, I live with to this day, right now, actually, he's, he's my brother's producer since he was young, and then I put him in the spot with me so we can work together for day in, day out. But um, those two are my biggest influences, 100%. But if we're talking big artists, bro, I, I really loved Big L. Big L was just a motherfucking lyricist monster on it and uh, I never heard anyone really do it like him since but Big L's uh, Immortal Technique really big fan of him out there in New York um shit bro it's, it's just a lot of lyricists I'd say but for me like I took a lot from everything like I love Kid Cudi you know what I mean Joy Badass is my shit too so it's mm -hmm. like I take a little bit from from what I can, but like my biggest goal of like being this Northwest artist was trying to find just my own sound, my own little lane. You know what I mean? Because everybody has it. There's no traffic in our lane, like Nipsey said. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta understand. Like I'm trying to like take influences and love that shit, but like try and find a whole different new thing, which is it's tough. But I'm, I feel like I'm on my way there, man. I'm so I'm so close. Absolutely. And the reason I brought up old school rap is just because how lyric oriented you are i mean when when we listen to that sample the lyrics are just so clear and, and concise and they make sense you know Thanks. that's something you know i feel like at least in recent years we're starting to stray away from you know i mean i i, 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 I can mention a couple names you know the big guys but without trying to diss anybody straying back to the point your lyrics are so clear and concise and that's that's where i kind of picked up on that you know yeah, most definitely. Like, I just, I, uh, that's, I've always been, like, a big person on lyrics. Like, that's just the big basis of this music shit, of this hip-hop shit, at least. You know, and I know for the recently things have strayed away, but I, I don't hate on trap. You know, I don't hate on those kind of things. But, like, you know, I'll listen to it here and there because they do have good-ass beats, good-ass flows, and good topics. But 
the end of the day, if like I'm really trying to make something for me, something I'm gonna make, it always has to have just just some good ass bars, bro. Absolutely, man. Uh, Edward, I know you had another burning question before we let him go. Hell yeah, shoot away, brothers. You want to do this one? Yeah. Um. Well, bro, you know, on the topic of like, you know, your influences from back in the day and stuff. Without, you know, being, um, without having to, like, choose sides or anything like that, bro, I want to ask you, like, as a musician, how do you think music has progressed from, you know, the 90s and the early 2000s up until, like, our era now, you know? Oh, I think it's just, it's just gone all over the country. Like, not even over the country, over the world. Like, you think about it at the beginning of it. East Coast started hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And then the West Coast picked it up on some gangster rap, and then the South started picking it up on some trap, you know what I'm saying? So everybody took a piece of hip hop and made it their own, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I respect about it, because this, this is the art. You're supposed to make something new and beautiful, and create your own little image of it. Even now, like looking out in the UK, you got Central C out here rapping and shit. Like, you know, like hip hop is the biggest fucking genre in the world if you ask me and I it's really it's really cool to just be able to like put my own twist on it you know what i mean i just there's, there's never no sides for me it's like if you're a fucking hard ass mc and you're a good ass artist i respect you to the day you drop you feel me it's like 100 it's just how it's just how it's got to be you know and i just respect those people that really are excuse me that really are what they rap about you know the the stories they tell the the shit they put in their music like I love authentic, authentic, authenticity. There we go. 100%. That's what I suffer. That's really what it's all about. Being able to connect with your audience. Exactly, exactly. Being able to be enough to be like, I'm not big. Like, I'm just the same as all the people who listen to my shit. Like, because I am. Like, we are. Like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the people who listen to my shit. Because I promise you, if I didn't have music, I'd be in some other shit. You know, probably some stupid shit. So. Yeah, thank bro. you to everybody listening to my music because y'all for real like saving my life so thank you yeah bro and um you know just before we let you go bro i want to give you you know the opportunity to be able to plug everything you got going on bro i'm talking you know new music i'm talking your festival going on i'm talking you know your your features bro your brothers you know Hell yeah, I got you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to the y'all homies real quick for getting me on the interview. Oh, it's a pleasure, just, you know, taking, taking that time, bro. Thank you so much. Shout out, uh, shout out Chicago, all that for sure. But um, over here, I would just say, uh, yeah, the festival is next month on November 11th. Uh, gonna be a nice fucking show, vendors, all that. Uh, I got a track dropping this week, actually. Uh, give you my highs. Track I've been working on recently. It's what it's called. It's gonna be on all platforms. Uh, if you're looking for me on any platform, it'll be L period E period X with all caps. So you can find me at anything there. Um, uh, if you guys ever want to see more depth of my fucking music, uh, SoundCloud's a good place to go check me out to find some more like back in the day shit that I I never was able to drop on uh on Spotify or iTunes due to copyright reasons. So yeah, yeah. yeah I appreciate you guys so much, man. I. I can't uh, express how fucking grateful I am for uh, being able to do something like this, man. Like, making a, a kid's dream come true, so thank you. Hey, man, honestly, it was a real pleasure having you on. I mean, it's it's an honor talking to an, a real up-and-coming artist, and I cannot, see, I cannot wait to see what you have planned for the future. It's very exciting, and once you eventually perform in Chicago, just make sure you get us a couple front row seats. Yeah, yo. Yeah, your motherfuckers gonna be in the back VIP. Fuck you talking about another interview too. Hell yeah. yeah, bro. You already know how that goes, bro. And like I said, bro, I'm yeah. gonna do, you know, on our part, bro, I, you know, I'm gonna plug, I'm gonna plug your Spotify in the description of this, uh, yeah, we'll be of in this the description. Yeah, bro. So, you know, when we drop on all platforms, I'm talking, we, we drop on Amazon Music, we drop on, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we, um, Pocket We'll go ahead and make sure we drop uh, a link in the description to go straight to your Spotify. Um, Hell yeah. Let me know, bro, so I can, uh, I can, you know, promote, uh, promote the interview too, bro, because I know my people would definitely love to hear, uh, the questions y'all ask, because you guys are very in depth with your interviews and shit. I feel like I was talking to Nardwar, nigga. <laughs> Hell no, bro. Well, hey, dude, like I said, bro, it was an absolute pleasure speaking with you, bro. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day, bro. 
Um, I like, like, my, like, you know, like Mike said, bro. I can't wait to see what you got planned for the future, bro. Go check out everybody. Go check out his latest single on Spotify and Apple Music. Do you have anything on uh, YouTube, bro? Or is it just those two platforms right now? Yeah, uh, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Shazam, all that shit. Literally, I'm on every single platform. Uh, just look up L period E period X all caps. And if you need an easier way to get to it, just uh, uh, go to my Instagram. Uh, Forever Heartbroken is my Instagram. And in my link, I got a uh, link tree that sends you to all my links. So whatever you're looking for, go ahead and uh, tap in there. Yeah, bro. I'll make sure to drop all your info in the on the description of this uh, of this podcast, bro. Uh, make Thank sure that you, everybody go check him out, man. Lex Forever Heartbroken. Pleasure speaking yes, with sir. you, bro. And I hope you have a fucking blessed day, dog. Likewise, y'all. Likewise. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Chicago. And you already know, may the Northwest rain forever. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Stay up, y'all. All right, dog. All right. Take it easy, Peace bro. Out, man. Peace out, brothers. Man, he's cool as shit. Man, that's the boy, man. Like I said, Lex L period E period X all caps. On Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, man, go check him out. We highly suggest it, man. We'll put him on the Instagram too. I mean, for yeah, all yeah, we'll drop we'll drop his uh, his info on our Instagram for sure. Yeah, we, we we're, we're putting a lot of info out. Uh, we do. I don't think we announced it yet, but we actually do have an official Instagram for the podcast. It's just letting it flow, right? Yeah, right now our our um our Instagram. I'm gonna go ahead and pull it up for you guys real quick, just so we don't botch our own Instagram. It's Official letting it flow. Again, that's O F F I C I A L letting it flow all together. Man, if you guys want more details on, you know, yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna post this. We're gonna post our. Uh, we'll post his information. I mean, we've set it up for this podcast, but for those who want just something to reference by, we'll we'll make a post letting you know who we had on today, where to find them, and we actually have some pretty pretty fun stuff planned for the future yeah some- yeah we got some more interviews lined up you know um i don't want anybody to think that we're only going to be doing interviews we're going to continue doing our same banter same same vibes everything like that um we're just exploring more avenues um getting you know different perspectives from different people you know that's always interesting and just making sure that we put out you know interesting content for people to want to just you know keep coming back 100 percent, man and you know I really like this episode, too, because, I mean, seriously, rap has been such an influential part in my life. I mean, whether it's getting through shit, like, I feel like rap works everywhere, you know? It's like, if you're feeling confident, if you're yeah. down in the dumps, you know, there's, there's like, it's almost like rap has different genres in itself, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, bro, rap definitely has, a, like he said, you know, everybody picked up bits and pieces of rap and made it their own. I, you know, I vouch, I vouch that, you know, like, people... You know, you got you got Kid Cudi who kind of made like a lo-fi kind of hip hop. Then you got That's you like know the first of its kind too. Yeah. Then you got Chief Keef who really pioneered for trap rap. You know. Then you got you know YG um, who kind of you know kind of paved the way a little bit. Oh, and Lipsy Hustle who paved the way for gangster rap. You might you might call me a dweeb, but you know who I'm a really huge fan of? Suicide Boys. Um, that's, yeah, that's like trap rap. It's I trap rap. I mean, the, the lyrics good, aren't all there, but it's like, uh, just a name drop, like a cup, like two of my favorites, because I like their old shit, like, uh, my flaws burn through my skin, and like, the, the Kill Yourself series, like, those were really well thought out, and it's like, it, you almost have to think about it, you know, when you're listening to it. Yeah. Um... But more recent ones that I've been really vibing to lately is the sarcophagus. I don't know how, like, I could be getting into it a little bit later. Perhaps it's even older than I think it is. But it's all, like, I like how they do a series. You know, it's like part one, two, three. Yeah. And they continue on. I love Suicide Bros. Suicide Bros. Suicide Boys. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, right now, I'm super into, like, you know, more mainstream. Like, I listen to a lot of Trippy Red. You know, a lot. Of, you know, my top three right now have to be Juice World, um, X. You know, XXX Tentacion, um, and I think someone that I'm listening to a lot right now is Mike Sherm. Uh, I think he's got a lot of bangers. You turned me on to him. Yeah, he's Mike really Sherm slaps. So you know, I. As far as music goes, man, music has always been an inspiration for me. You know, whether I'm like I like you said, man, like I, whether I'm down in the dumps or you know, 
I'm, I'm hooping up and I need some inspiration or I'm at the gym pumping iron, you know, there's never a song that doesn't go for whatever occasion you got going on. And it's crazy, too, because you are actually, like, my influence when it comes to new rap. Because there's, like, a handful of artists I was listening to before I met you that were fairly recent. Mm. But you turned me on to Mike Sherm. I mean, when I talk about Suicide Boys, you're like, oh, check this one out. Yeah. Or, who Was it also Mike Sherm who, who did that one that's, like, put the wood in there? No, that's, that's a, a different guy, right? That's a different guy. I can't get the name off the top of my head, man, so I got to I got to apologize for that. Who cares, but man? that's yeah, that that's a really good song. You know, I I think I try to put you on a couple um trippy red songs. I don't know if you really vibe with him though. Like sometimes it's hit and miss with me because you know me, man, I'm old school. Yeah. But I don't think there's anybody else that I've talked to that likes like, "Oh, well, check this out," you know, or like yeah. it's actually good music. And dude, Lex, you know, like I said, like I never met the guy, I never heard of him before. When you initially told me about him, I was like, oh, that's cool. We're going to get an interview and everything. But when you, I listened to his music, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, this guy's got talent, man. It's like, he's not fucking around. Yeah, no, he's a great guy, man. So you're definitely my plug when it comes to new music. Yeah, yeah, but like... Something I want to talk about, too. What's up? I don't want, I don't want to cut you off. I'm like, no, go ahead. interrupt us over here. But let's play a little game. What's right? up? If you had to pick three rappers... Like, specifically rappers. Three rappers to sit in a blunt circle with, dead or alive, who would they be? Put some thought into this. Rappers? Because I already got my three, like, on lock, man. I think I'd, first off, I'd really want to, you know, Easy e Growing up, that was, like, my nickname, considering my name is Edward. Uh, I was super easy going, you know, so my uncle, shout out, uh, shout out, you know, my uncle, uh, Tupple. But, um, Easy e definitely has to be in that circle. If I had to choose another one, I'd probably have. Oh man, that's a great question. I would say Easy E. I'd probably jump up and have X, just because he's extremely insightful. Um, and my third rapper would probably be. Um, I think South Park Mexican SPM, just in the sense that he's been through a lot. He's been put through a lot. He's dropped music from jail. You know, super fucking insightful. I think that, those would be my top three. Mine are kind of more basic, but it's just like, I mean, it's it's an easy trio for me, dude. It's it's Snoop, Tupac, and, and Ice Cube, man. Because you know, you got Ice Cube from N.W.A. who split off, did his own thing, became one of the the biggest rappers in history. He's a movie star too. Same thing with Snoop. I mean, he wasn't in N.W.A. or anything like that. But when he was signed with Dre, like, he's, he was, like, Eminem's predecessor. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I would Eminem, say Eminem's predecessor. Well, he was, because Dre signed Snoop, and then following Snoop, he signed M. It's like, because Dre had, had projects, you know? He stuck to producing for a long time, and then he started getting his voice in there, started rapping himself. And I'm not dissing Dre at all. Dre's a fucking fantastic rapper, and he's close to that list. Yeah, because he started rapping almost immediately after he left NWA, dropping The Chronicle right after. Well, he made a couple appearances in uh, while he was part of the group. Or The Chronic or whatever? The Chronic came, like, pretty much after that. You know, he's, that's when he signed Eminem. The Chron or No, that was, uh, that was before. He signed Eminem after. Oh, no, 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 I'm thinking of Aftermath. I'm thinking that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Dre's definitely up there, but it would have to be those three. And Eminem is, like, a close, like, a close second in that list, but it would have to be those three, bro. Because Tupac, interesting fact, I was actually born to the day three years after he died. So I always, like, as a little joke, I always be like, Christ rose three days after he died. I rose through three years after I died. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I ever yeah. got in the rap industry, that'd be my line, man. Like, I'm this the white guy. pack. You know what I'm he saying? He said white pack. Hell yeah, bro. White pack. White pack. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be white pack. <laughs> yeah, it would be pack, wouldn't it? Fucking ginger pack. Ginger pack. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I, I can't rock with the ginger now. Ginger pack. I got some soul. Come on up. Hell no. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I think... I mean, if I had to expand... Like, if I had to choose three of this generation... Juice World would de would definitely be on that. Um, I think I would choose um, Juice World. You know, um, a lot of people he's super slept on, but Lil Peep. Peep is good. I actually like Lil Peep. Yeah, Lil Peep would definitely be a 
be on that list just because like whole things is one of my favorites bro he has a song with Lil tracy i forgot what it was called uh great song though um and i think my third would probably be of this generation fuck probably Lil yachty really yeah just because like he was so slept on and people doubted his success that's true. for so long man like little uzi vert also people thought he was gonna fall off and you know he became the biggest fucking musician in the world like it's just crazy and then he like dabbled in different genres like he was in rock dude you know who i'd love to talk to super duper kyle who the fuck is that you remember that song where it's like um i ain't been getting high oh well, yeah just kyle well, his, like, full name is Super Duper Kyle. Yeah, well, that's his Instagram handle. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I but know dude, about. he is currently slept on because I don't think he's come out with much after after no, that. No, he definitely, he definitely, he... But he had that movie. What was it called? Off. The After Party. Have you ever seen that? Nah. It was, like, him. It was, like, uh, it was Kyle's story, mm. you know? He, like, puked on Wiz Khalifa and shit. Yeah. And they called him, like, Barf Boy. I don't know if that actually happened. I never really dived into it, but... Yeah. It's a great movie. You should check it out. It's on Netflix. Yeah, my fucking super duper Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, he has... I think that's like the only song I know, and that's because it had Lil Yachty on it. I just love his voice. I mean, because he has like a little bit of a lisp, but it's not like hindrance to his music. Yeah, someone who I would really love to interview one day would probably be Chance. Chance the Rapper. Chance is cool. and, I, and not Like his whole album, Acid Rap. Oh, yeah. Hits. Oh, yeah. And, Hits. Kind of and he's a music. Chicago native. He's a Chicago native, and he's just, like, the coolest... Like, if you hear him in other interviews, if you hear him, like, you know, on Instagram or anything, he's just a super fucking cool guy. Yeah, people say he fell off after Kanye West yelled at him. Kanye West yelled at him? Yeah. What happened there? I guess he, they were in a studio or whatever, and he was, like... Chance had just dropped um, one of his albums. I forgot what it was called. Pardon my ignorance, but... um. He had just dropped an album and it kind of kind of flopped and he was in the studio with Kanye and I think he tried to give some input or something and Kanye just went off on him and was like and that's why your album flopped yikes yeah he kind of just like I don't know maybe lost confidence in himself or I don't know how that all went down but man chance the rapper you know acid rap uh Cocoa Butter Kisses, bro. Oh, I remember that when you turned me on to that shit. Yeah, yeah, Cocoa Butter Kisses, fucking acid rap. Dude, fucking whole album as just as a whole is just something so great, you know? Hey dude, can we pause? I gotta pee so bad. Yeah, bro, we'll be we'll be right back. I swear every time we're about to wrap up a podcast, I end up having to pee before we actually wrap it up. Yeah. But you know, it was really great having him on and everything, and I think this is a really cool t- uh, topic to touch on. You know how influential our how influential rap has been in our lives, and especially hearing firsthand from somebody that's doing it in real time. So that's pretty cool. You had something you wanted to shout out? Um, yeah, man. So we're actually going to wrap up this uh, section of the podcast, but um, we do want to give you guys one last special treat. And by treat, I mean that literally. Um, we have a bonus interview with a very good friend of mine. Um, her name is Jimena. Um, and in that we, I interview her about her, um, you know, her local little business that she has going on, um, called J Sweets and Boutique, uh, where she makes, you know, flowers, um, and chocolates. I've shown you her Instagram page, man. What do you think about that? It looks very professional. I mean, when you told me about it, I was like, Ooh, a f- like a botanist. Yeah. Okay. Like it sounded kind of small time, but when I saw the actual product, it's, it looks something you see, like, out of Fannie Mae. I mean, really. It looks yeah. very professional. Yeah, yeah. But, um, all right, guys, hey, we appreciate you guys listening to this part, man. Um, and we're going to go ahead and just quickly jump into um, this this interview, man. Uh, enjoy this enjoy this part. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Yes. All right, cool. Uh, just to let you know, um, we are live, so I just wanted to go ahead and give you that heads up. Okay. All right, cool. Um, so, I mean, I know you personally, but just uh, just for people who don't know, kind of just, you know, give us a, a nice little sum up of, you know, kind of who you are. 
Um, I'm a 20-year-old florist and sweet maker. Um, I started this page recently in June. Um, I've been doing this for a while now, even before I started. Uh, I have a full-time job. I go to school. And I do this additionally as a side hustle. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, just... I'm gonna shoot a few questions at you, you know, nothing, nothing crazy, just, um, I've always wondered, you know, like, how, how one comes up with, like, the idea of, like, starting something, you know, like, as far as, um, like, you know, wanting to implement something else that's out of the norm, I would say, you know, so, like, I guess my question to you is, like, how did you come up with the idea of, you know, selling flowers and chocolates and stuff like that? Uh, well, when I first started, it kind of became therapeutic for me, um, making these, like, whether it was chocolate-covered sweets or flowers. Um, I would kind of just do them for fun. And then the more I started doing them, I would learn, like, new techniques, um, presentation looks better. And that's when, like, friends and family would start asking me to make them for, like, parties. Um... And since I didn't really know, like, what to charge, or I hadn't really, you know, gotten into that, uh, I would charge, like, the littlest bit. And then I went from there. <clears throat> that was the beginning of the year. And then in March, uh, I had, like, I guess you would say my biggest order. Um, and I made the most, um, I believe it was, like, 50 of each I made for my sister's 15. Um, and then that's when it started, and like everyone was like, "Oh, you should start selling this, this and that." What would you? What was like your? You said you would charge like the smallest amount. What would you say like your first, like let's say three orders were, um, price wise? Like what would you start at? It kind of really depended on what they order. Like if they order like a dozen of like chocolate covered strawberries, and I would do like thirty dollars, I would say. Um, and like most of that was how much I spent on what I used, the strawberries, the chocolate, um, any additional add-ons that they used. Um, and then like a bouquet, that was like 24 roses. That was like max like $35, $40. Same thing, roses, how much they cost, like the paper I used and anything like that. Okay, cool. So, do you, like, ever implement both of them together, or is it kind of, like, two separate things? Like, do you either sell chocolates or flowers, or do you get orders where it's, like, chocolates and flowers, or, like, how does that work? Uh, at the moment, since I started, it's kind of just been one thing. Um, I have customers that only want strawberries. I have customers that only want bouquets. I haven't really had one that's, like, together. Okay, okay. Um... Like what kind and um so like what kind of um like preparation go into like doing what you do like um like how do you go about like starting to like let's say for example like someone wants um like tw uh, like twelve flowers like how like do you ask them like how they want them arranged do you ask them like you know what kind of colored roses they want like that kind of deal like how does that go. I mean, in general, it's kind of really just finding good products and vendors for whatever you're making. Um, as far as, like, bouquets, if it's, like, a bigger order, I'm trying to find, like, a wholesale vendor who sells, like, good flowers. Um, for the most part, people who order bouquets um, are kind of just sending me an inspo picture of what they saw and what they want. And I kind of just base it off of that <clears throat> with, like, what color flower they want, um, if they want, like, any add-ons, a text. Um, and all that stuff. Okay. And same goes for like strawberries. Um, trying to find like a good grocery store that sells strawberries because uh, it's kind of hard, especially in an area that's like the season. Yeah. Um, it's not always the best season for like the best fruits and all that. Yeah. And do you do any other like? Because I know you said strawberries. Do you do any other like um? like fruits or anything like that have you had any like have you ever had anyone like ask you specifically like oh i want like let's say 
Oh, it's a good example. Like any like pineapples, for example, like anything like that, other than you know the normal strawberry. Um, no, I haven't really offered that either. I just do uh, chocolate covered strawberries, rice krispies, uh, or pineapples. Okay, okay. And as far as like um, like have you had like what has been your biggest order besides your uh, sister's quince? My biggest was a bouquet of 60 roses for a birthday. Um, that was the biggest I made. Uh, and then 50 roses as well. The biggest has been flowers, um, more than strawberries. Yeah. And I guess that kind of like leads me to the next question. As far as like, um, when people approach you to like buy, you know, flowers or, uh, you know, chocolates, do like is it like a like a pickup kind of situation or like do you meet them up or like how does that work no i do uh pick up only they would come to where i live to pick up um i've already only delivered to like close people that i know who have made orders um unless it's like a less than a 15 minute drive away from me okay. but then if i do end up changing that to like delivery then obviously i would charge for that as well yeah, yeah, because of, like, you know, gas costs or just, you know, downtime yeah. and stuff like that. Um, what, what like, because I know you said you started off kind of, like, as a, would you say, like, you started off, like, kind of, like, a hobby? Because I know you said it was more, like, of an outlet, but, like, what made you kind of gravitate towards that? Um, it goes back to, in the beginning, um, when I started making these, um, I started, you know, doing them for fun started practicing more, learning more. Um, I would see like videos here and there of like other people's and their ways of doing it. Uh, I would try it. And if I liked how it looked, then I would kind of just take pictures of my work, but never really do anything with the pictures. Um, and then the more I started doing it, that's when people were like, oh, you should start selling this. Like, I think it'd be good. Um, and then slowly I started like posting pictures um, and then in June is when like I decided to open up an Instagram page for it and I started posting all the previous work I've done with like the picture I had taken and never really done anything with yeah um, and then slowly surely it started um, with just posting Instagram and I ended up making like a TikTok page and posting like tutorials on there or you know smaller clip videos and some of those ended up blowing up with like 90k, almost 100k um, Ooh, on one of the videos. Yeah, of views. And then uh, I found other ones that had like 5k, 10k. Yeah, like some blow up, some don't. It's kind of just like a hit or miss. Yeah, because I've, um, because I've like, I've scrolled through your, um, through the, um, the Instagram is J Sweets and Bouquets. Bouquets, whatever you want to say that. Yes. Um, I gotta tell you, like, as far as, like, impressions go, I really do like the presentation of it, and I really like your posts. Like, um, uh -huh. like, there was one that I saw, it was, like, uh, it had, like, a little Spider-Man on it. Yeah. Yeah, that one was really, I mean, yeah. yeah, that one was really nice. Is that something that, like, someone asked for, or is that something that kind of just, like, came across your mind? Um, both. But I, it was kind of hard because that was like the first one I had done that had like a plush in it. Yeah. And plushes are a little bit heavier to work with like a bouquet since like the roses are very like sensitive and can break. Yeah. But it was definitely a challenge for me, but I really liked the outcome of it. Yeah, because um, I know I asked you if you like ever like combined them. I did see one where you had like a... um. I'm actually on it right now, so I mean that's where, that's where I'm getting a lot of this. But um, I see you have one with like chocolates, and you have a uh, a Don Julio with uh with some oh yeah yeah with some like flowers on the side. That one is really nice. Do you ever have some like where you do like a lot of those? Because I also see you have like um another Don Julio with uh like Ferrero and some roses on the side. Yeah, those are different actually. Um, kind of just came up with that. I don't know how, but I had made the first one that I did. Um, it was for my dad's birthday, and that's what I gifted him. Um, and I kind of just ended up posting it, and then I started getting orders with that, whether it was, like, with a bottle, chocolates, um, or roses, or just full flowers. Um, 
But yeah, I guess in that case, then yes, I guess I have, I have combined them. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like strawberries and like a bouquet version. Yeah. It's just more smaller, like give boxes like that. Okay. Um, and I see here that you've been like, um, like you've been doing like almost like seasonal kind of ones, you know, like, um, like the most recent one being, um, like a Halloween one with like, uh, black and orange roses, kind of like with the webbing on the top. Yeah. Is that something that you were like planning on, um, kind of like implementing as you go, like kind of like seasons? Um, that, so the spooky bouquet, I kind of just saw the tic- uh, ideas on TikTok, and that's when I started to try those, and then I got orders and started posting them, um, but as far as other holidays, I'm not really sure, um, I guess I'm just gonna see how well these take off, yeah. um, with, like, the spooky bouquets and go from there. Okay, okay, um, and then, I guess last one that I'm gonna pick off. I see here the one that you have with um like uh roses with glitter on them. Mhm. Is that something that's like already like made or do you buy the roses and you put glitter with them and that little like jewel in the middle is that like separate? Yeah, so those those I have to do separately. Um so I do buy just the red roses as they come. Um and then it's like a spray adhesive glue that you have to put and then the glitter um, so it's kind of like a process but those are really fun to make those are kind of like my favorite to make yeah um and then the gems in the middle are just pins that you can just put like in the center or um as you can see like it also helps like hold up the crowns and stuff like that or like the text if it has the text okay um okay well i lied i guess this is my last one um <laughs> you have one with white roses and little crocheted pumpkins is that like another kind of like inspo that you got or is that like um like did you make the little pumpkins or is that like how do you go about making those ones uh so the flowers i just bought like that and then the pumpkins I actually just also found them like that at the store savage um i didn't make them and i just put them together and it was also another inspo picture i had just seen um, so I made it into like a fall themed bouquet as well and like put the text you're my favorite pumpkin in patch <laughs> yeah yeah no cause like I'm, I, you know in all honesty from what I've seen it's like they're all super legit like they're all really nice you know like I think other than the Spider-Man one I think my favorite one is the um the Buzzball one I think that one is great that's the one that also blew up on TikTok because I did like a tutorial of how I stuck them on like with the bouquet and flowers and all that. Yeah. And that's the one that blew up and like kind of smashed it off on TikTok. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, because as soon as I saw that, I was like, cause I already know like how you are because like you're low key like an alcoholic. <laughs> so like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So like, so as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah, that definitely, that's definitely like a. Like, that could be, like, your signature. Like, any ones that have alcohol are, like, a J Sweets <laughs> signature ones, you know? <laughs> um, but, so, what do you, because, like, obviously, there's, like, a lot of, like, um, like, boutiques and stuff around, um, and I've, you know, I used to buy, you know, my own little sets of flowers and stuff, and I'm not gonna lie, like, in comparison to the ones that I've seen with yours and the ones that I've seen like with big name stores and stuff like that, you know, I, I personally really like what you got going on. I just feel like it's very, um, like unique and, um, like it's just, it's almost like super like personal, you know, like you, you, you build around what people want. What would you say like personally sets you apart from like, you know all these other big names you know i would say i guess competitors you know and i guess that's kind of like a loaded question but um if you had to pick out like maybe two key details of what you you personally feel sets you aside from everyone else what would you say that would be i think consistency and heavy dedication to this i think it's like kind of in general the different ideas each prisoner has and to see all like their ideas and the outcomes still look good 
um, is what makes it worth it all at the end. Um, and then, you know, if the product comes out good and you get, like, good reviews about it and then they start promoting you and, like, telling their friends about it and all that stuff. Um, I think, yeah, dedication and making sure you're, like, putting your all in this if it's just something you want to, like, um, keep growing and make sure you, like, stay consistent. 100% for sure. Um okay so, well um i guess before i let you go is there anything that you would like to um kind of like add i know you uh i know you're local um what areas would you say you service like the most like uh what areas do you think people would like call you the most out of um well i'm located in, like the suburbs of chicago um so anything near that area um, not really close to that the city. That's more like forty five minutes to an hour away from me. Yeah. Um, but more towards like the suburbs of Chicago um, and in that area. So like um, so like when you say suburbs, you say like uh like Wheeling, Palatine, Buffalo Grove, um, like Schaumburg, stuff like that. Yeah, it's around there. Those are all like fifteen twenty minutes away from you. Okay, for sure. Um, and then do you want to go ahead and plug your, um, plug your IG? I know I already said it, and I'll go ahead and drop it in the, uh, in the link in the description to this, you know, to this episode. Uh, but do you want to go ahead and shout it out? That's for sure. Um, on IG, you guys can find me at J Sweets and Bouquets. Um, and then same goes for TikTok. If you guys want to see videos on there, it's the same app. <clears throat> Okay, for sure. And then you said on TikTok, it's more like uh, you do tutorials and already prepared. And then on IG, it's like mainly from what I'm seeing, it's all like already prepared, right? Yeah, so it's like the outcome of everything. Okay. Oh, I also see here that you're also making like um like you have a choco flan going on over here. You 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 think on adding um like um like baked goods to the to the whole menu? Um, yes and no. Um, that one is from fact. My, my sister actually made it. Oh, um, and she kind of told me to post it. And if she got orders, then whatever orders, they would just go to her. So that's not really my thing. Yeah. But um, I'm more really into like the bouquet of sweets. And then that just it was like a post that All right, so let's wait. I'm not gonna take up too much of your time. I do appreciate you taking the call and being able to kind of talk with me about um what you got going on. And for uh everybody listening, again, that's J Sweets and Bouquets, all one word, on IG and on um on TikTok. And like I said, I'll go ahead and drop the uh both profiles in the link in the description. And uh, Human, I really appreciate you taking the time and talking with me. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say before I let you go? Um, no, I think that was it. Thank you guys for having me. Um, if you guys want a sign to start something, I think this is your sign to go ahead and do so. <clears throat> but again, thank you for having me. 100%. Way. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, I'll go ahead and reach out. And then um, I'll go ahead and I'm honestly... Even if it's like just for me, I fuck. I might just I might fuck around and buy one of those goddamn uh, buzz ball almost from you. Those things, <laughs> those things are lit. <laughs> All right, but hey, I appreciate you taking the time. Um, and then I'll go ahead and talk to you later. Alrighty, thank you. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, there you have it. Her name is Jimena. Coolest person you will ever meet. Super sweet. Um. Uh, we I worked with her for a pretty good amount of time. She's a very sweet person. Um, like I said, I mean, this girl, you know, whatever you guys need, she can make. Um, she's super talented when it comes to these um, to these bouquets. Like I said, I mean, you guys can take my word for it. But like I said, I would really suggest everybody take a look at um, J Sweets and Bouquets. Again, that's J S W E E T S A N D B O U K U E T S. J Sweets and Bouquets. They are great guys. But um, I, as far as the plug goes, this is one that I'm really adamant on people checking out. Everybody has loved ones. Everybody has you know someone special in their life and if you guys want to do something special and unique for their loved ones and they're you know local to the 
Chicago suburbs, you know, anywhere from Schaumburg, um, you know, Palatine, Prospect Heights, stuff like that. I highly suggest you guys check her out. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We had kind of a lot going on here. We started off with somebody who's up and coming in the rap industry, followed by somebody who's in the botanist industry. Yeah, So yeah. a little bit of a difference there, but I feel like they're both really, really good interviews, and it touches on subjects that, you know, a lot of people are interested in and some things that people wouldn't necessarily think about, but yeah. it's nonetheless very, very good information. Um, we have some other interviews scheduled for the future, uh, as well as just your typical shenanigans with us. I think the next episode that we're going to drop is just going to be kind of us shooting the shit and, you know, discussing various topics. But nonetheless, hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you next time. Yep, catch us on the next one. Peace. Peace.